God bless to everyone. I hope that this series catches you in perfect health and perfect peace in the name of Jesus Christ. Wow, this is the Faith Power Hour, where we encourage the lost and the found to seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near. Come on, let's bow our heads in prayer with Sister Charlene Martin, who will go before the Lord for us, making requests known. Yes, making our requests known unto him. Yes, to the glory and honor of God, the true and living God, Elohim, Jehovah. Come on, bow your heads now in Jesus' name. Good morning to our Heavenly Father, Son, and precious Holy Ghost. Good morning to all the saints. Truly, we are thanking God for all things. We thank Him for His one and only Son who carried and died on the cross for us all. Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, we just love you for all things. Lord, we shall rejoice in your loving name forever and ever. Lord, thank you for being so loving, caring, forgiving, and merciful to us all, Lord. Lord, we thank thank you for being our Father and our friend, Lord. Lord, we can never repay you enough for what you have done and given us, Lord. Lord, all that we can do is do your will while we are on earth and make you proud of us, Heavenly Father. Lord, we thank you for another blessed year. Lord, we ask that you keep guiding and giving us your loving words to spread, Heavenly Father. We just want to make you happy and proud in everything we do for you on earth, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray for your temple. We pray that many will come in and rejoice in your loving name. We pray that those that seek you, Lord, will come in and hear your loving words. Lord, we pray for our pastor, First Lady. Lord, we ask that you keep anointing them and blessing them as they keep spreading your loving words, Heavenly Father. Lord, keep using them to teach us your everlasting words. Lord, we pray for each and every one of us and our families, Lord. Lord, we ask that you keep our hearts and minds set on you, Lord. Let us take in your words and invest them in our lives, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray for all non-believers. We pray that they will stop whatever they are doing and listen for your voice, Heavenly Father. That the words you speak to them will touch their hearts, minds, and souls, Lord. Lord, we pray for each and every one that is sick, Heavenly Father. We pray for those who are fighting with other illnesses and diseases, Heavenly Father. We ask that you place your loving hands on them and heal their bodies, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray for each and every one that has lost a loved one, Heavenly Father. Lord, we ask that you keep them wrapped in your loving arms, Heavenly Father. We ask that you mend their hearts, Heavenly Father. Let them know all is well. Lord, we pray for all our children, Heavenly Father, for every child that's on earth, Heavenly Father. We pray that they will seek you for your guidance, knowledge, and wisdom in all that they do, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray for the homeless and jobless, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray that they will find a job and make a home for themselves, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray for all nations that we will all come together and live in peace, love, joy, happiness, and harmony, Heavenly Father. We give you all we give you all our burdens, Heavenly Father, worries, finances, trials, and tribulations to you, Heavenly Father. We know that you have all things under control, Heavenly Father. Lord, we love you. Let us rejoice, rejoice, rejoice in your love, Lord, and in your in you, Heavenly Father. Lord, if we have forgotten anyone or anything that we ask that you speak and let your presence be known, Heavenly Father. 
This is our prayer to you in your loving name, Jesus. God bless you, each and every one. Let us never let go of our Lord and Savior unchanging hand. God bless, and I love you all. Pray to see you, see each and every one of you soon. Amen, amen, amen. Well, good morning and praise the Lord. It is the God's Living Water Ministry, CLG, Faith Power Hour. And we've coming before you with a great message this morning. And so I thank God for you. Most of all, I thank God for Jesus Christ who came and gave his life for me, who gave me another chance. Yes, another chance at reality. Yes. Because there's no reality in the world except for death. But he showed me life and he showed me that life abundantly. And I truly hope that you can proclaim the same thing. I know that God has done magnificent things in your life. I am assured. Uh, one of the things that we can be so happy about is that he came, yes, he did. He came as he said he would to deliver us from a life of sin. Yes, and I'm so glad about it that I don't have to live a life of degradation and shame. Yes, this is the Faith Power Hour where we encourage the lost and the found to seek the Lord while he may be found to call upon his name while he is near, trusting in the Lord with all your heart and leaning not to your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledging him so that he could direct your path. One of the keys to that is to be not wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and flee from evil. It will be, shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Healthy, wealthy, and wise, I like to say. God bless you this morning. Listen, we have a theme this morning, Lord, resurrect my life. Now, what is the definition of resurrect? I want you to write that down so you won't lose that theme. And I also want you to grab your Bibles because we're going to surf through the Bible to help us to understand what God is saying to us this morning. Lord, resurrect my life. The definition of resurrect is restore or a dead person, yes, to bring them back to life. He was dead, but was resurrected. Now we know that was Jesus Christ, but that also was Lazarus. That also was the widow's son. That also was Jairus' daughter. Throughout the Bible, God has been resurrecting lives from the beginning of time. I need you to know that even this world was dead, null and void. There was nothing but darkness. But God came and he saw nothing and created a whole lot of something. And that included me and you. The topic today is when life shows me darkness. When life shows me darkness. Write that down. Subtopic would be Regardless of the darkness, I'll leave the light on. We are children of the light and we have no reason at all 
to be turning off our lights. Why in dark situations? No, we should not turn off our lights, but we should endeavor, yes, endeavor to carry on, to strive, to make it through. It says here, even as children of God, we have issues and concerns. Life throws some challenging situations in the midst of our joy, peace, and rest. Yeah, when that times when we're enjoying ourselves and everything is all right, life will give us some challenges. Yes, it will disrupt the joy that we have in the peace and the rest that God has given us. It is not what we have given ourselves, but it is what God had provided for us. He says, I've heard God's people repeat these words, Isaiah 54, 17. Many times you have heard people say these words, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. God has given you the power to become the weapon destroyer. Yes, because of God in your life, there is no way anybody that can do anything against you that will prosper them. It will curse them as a matter of fact. And I like the fact that he says any tongue, every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. He gives you that power because he says it's your heritage, the heritage of the servants of God. That is your God-given right to be able to condemn those who are your enemies and their righteousness. He's talking about you, me. Our righteousness is of him. He saith the Lord. And when he says, thus saith the Lord, what he means is I said it and I met it. And that's the way it is. I need you to write that down. Write thus saith the Lord. And then put an equal sign next to it. I said it and I met it. And that's the way it is. Praise God. It says here, but there are times when we can become our own worst enemy. Have you ever known that? We become the weapon of our own destruction. Whenever trials and tribulations arise in our lives, we seek another way out instead of trusting in the Lord, our God, who has always brought us out. Or when life is full of blessing and rest, our faith begins to waver, causing us to run and forget how we made it over. We tend to forget the goodness of God and his ability to make it happen for our good. Trials and hardship and pain bring about a change in us instead of standing on Jesus' name. The truth is that God would never leave us or forsake us. God tells us this in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. He says, be strong and of good courage. Fear not, he says, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with you. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. That was Deuteronomy 31.6. God is telling us that there's no need to fear anything or be afraid. There's no need to shrink back from our faith because whatever we're going to face, he is already going with us. He's going to be there with us 
holding our hands. One of the things that we can be confident of and then have assurance is that God is walking with us, holding our hands through every trial and tribulation in life. And there's not one time where he turns our hands loose. The biggest problem, again, is us. See, we allow the enemy to tell us differently. Even though we know what God said, we allow him to tell us differently. We somehow allow negative thoughts to persuade us against the knowledge and truth we know about God. Yes, that no matter how dark it may seem, I have God in my life, and where God is, there is always light. Yes, we will have dark days. Yes, we will all, hallelujah, even believers and non-believers will have dark days. The difference between the believer and the unbeliever is that the believer no longer walks in darkness. We are the children of the light. So regardless of how dark it looks, our faith will always show us the way. Praise the Lord. I, 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 you know, I like that because one of the things it says is that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, we have hope, and our hope is in Jesus who came and gave his life for us. And he promised us that with his stripes, we are healed. We are healed of all things. I need you to strengthen up yourself. It says in the Bible, gird up your loins, prepare yourself to understand that you are more than a conqueror. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 60, 1 through 5 is a very prominent verse in the book of the Bible. And if you remember morning glory, the light is shining. Uh, God gave that as a scripture to help us to understand that our light must continue to shine even in darkness. He says, arise, shine, for the light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon you. Yes, he's talking about you, his light, even in the midst of darkness. The same with Ezekiel down there in Babylon. When all of that darkness was going on, people were doing so much evil, but Ezekiel was commanded by the Lord and given an assignment to speak to the stiff-necked, the hard-hearted people, those who uh, sinned pervasively, those who sinned perpetually, even while they were in punishment, even while the dark days had existed in their lives, they couldn't see no better to come out of the evil and seek the Lord. And so Ezekiel had to be that light in the midst of the darkness. It says here in verse three, and the Gentiles shall come to thy light and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about and see all. All they gather themselves together. They come to thee. See, if our light is shining, even in troubled times, such as what we're living in now, the days of coronavirus from 2020 up until right now, and I think we should be having our minds and our hearts prepared uh, for the Lord, because I need you to know it is coming upon the third year that we have been uh, in this turmoil, this darkness of this plague, and it brought with it many different friends. 
Delta variant, and even now the Omicron variant. And we don't know what's next, but we do know that this disease, this virus is killing people. Yes, it is causing us to think and evaluate our lives. It should be. If not for the unbeliever, the believer should be evaluating his status with God, his or her status with God. He says here, they come to you. Yes, they come to thee. Thy son shall come from afar and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Verse five, then shall uh, then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Listen, you have a big job as Ezekiel had. Your light needs to be shining because somebody needs to find their way home. We don't know what day or what hour it will be, but we do know that they will will come. Yes. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, because the word of God said so. See, we have to be the ones to lead people out of darkness by the light that God has placed in us. There is someone who is scared and afraid and feels there is no hope. If your light fails to shine, then that person could be lost. If, you're, if you allow your light to shine in darkness, you will be able to show someone that there is hope, and that hope is Jesus. Come on, let's go to the book of uh, Ruth, and we're gonna talk about Naomi and Ruth and the experience they had in dark days. Ruth chapter one, verses one through five. Now it came to pass, and I need you to know that these things happen. Sometimes in our lives, we choose other paths that is not according to the will of God. And this is what Naomi and Elimelech did. So it says, now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab. He went to an evil nation. Yes, he went somewhere where it wasn't conducive for him to live. He and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech. And the name of the wife was Naomi. And the name of the two sons was Malon and Chilion. They were Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. They were children of Israel. They had no business in an evil uh, nation such as the Moabitess nation. The Moabites were evil. Uh, they were idol worshipers and they did not worship the God, the Lord our God. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, he died and she was left and her two sons. And they took them wives of the women of Moab. The name of one was Orpha, and the name of the other was Ruth. And they dwelt there among 10 years, and Malon and Chilion, they died as well also, both of them. And the women were left of her own two sons and her husband. Naomi lost everything down there in Moab. She left her everything, which was Bethlehem, Judah, the city of Jerusalem, the place where God had placed them for the milk and honey. She, they left there, hallelujah, because of a little darkness that came their way by way of a famine. 
They didn't trust in God and they decided, they decided to move, hallelujah, but they moved in the wrong direction. Hallelujah. The light is still shining regardless because there is a way if we are children of God, we will always come back to our senses. I truly hope that is the case. Hallelujah. So he says here, even though Naomi was depressed and emotionally overwhelmed, Naomi lost everything when they left the safety and blessings that God had prepared for them. Naomi's light was still shining, and that light caused her to seek the comforts of home, the comfort of God that she had turned away from because of darkness, the darkness that had entered into the land she once knew to be the land of milk and honey, the promised land. Hallelujah. They decided to leave the confines of God's safety zone. Naomi would encourage her daughters-in-laws to go home to their families as she was going back to her people. Ruth and Orpha cried at the request of Naomi. Orpha went back, but Ruth saw the light and spoke these words to Naomi. And Ruth said, entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people and thy God, my God. Where thou diest, will I die. And where you are buried, I will be buried as well. The Lord do so to me and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. She proclaimed that if she left Ruth, Naomi, if she left her mother-in-law, that God would do terrible things to her. She wanted to uh, Naomi to know that there was no way that she was turning back, not after what she knew. She knew the God of creation. She knew Elohim. She knew Jehovah. Maybe not as Naomi had known God, but she knew that there was something different about Naomi. It was a light that was instilled in Naomi, a belief. Yes, it was a confidence that she had saw, and she did not want to leave that. So she proclaims that your God will be my God. She is converting her life from idol worship to true and living God right now before Naomi's eyes. And I will not leave that. Regardless of the pain and suffering that I am going through, I am not going to leave that. And through her proclamation, she was blessed, yes, to become part of the generation. Oh yes, her. she married a very wealthy man. Yes, she was blessed, a kinsman, redeemer. She married him and birthed a child that would be in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. I need you to know that if you stick with God, stick and stay. Listen, I know there's going to be some hard times in 2022. I need you to prepare yourself now. Don't wait till the middle of the year to figure it out. Start working with your relationship, working on your soul salvation, as Paul would say, with fear and trembling, trusting in the Lord with all of your heart and leaning not to your own understanding. Your knowledge will not help you this year. You need to put all your eggs in the basket of Jesus Christ, trusting in him 
allowing him to direct your path, leaving evil aside, yes, and changing your wicked ways, humbling yourself before the Lord. This is the important part of what we do as children of God. And even if you are not a child of God, it is time for you to let loose, let go, and let God. Yes, yes, yes. We want to move a little bit further to the prodigal son, if you will go with me. What's an example of good times? A person, a prodigal, is a person who spends money in a reckless, extravagant way. A person who leaves home and behaves recklessly, but later makes a repentant return. Like Naomi, she came to her senses and she realized that what she had done, what her and her husband and her family had done, had caused the darkness to come into her life. See, a little darkness can become a great big darkness. Listen here, this young man had it all. No worries, no trials, no pains. All he had was good laid at his feet by the love and wealth of his father. He had servants, a home fit for a king. This young man had rest, peace in his life. He had rest and peace in his life. This young man uh, got beside himself and wanted his inheritance. Although it saddened and made his father sorrowful, he gave his son all that he had asked. Yes, he did. He gave him everything that he had asked for. Oh, yes, in the name of Jesus, he didn't want his son sitting at home feeling deprived of anything uh, that he wanted to do. God gives us choices, and one of those choices, hallelujah, two of those choices is life or death. He gives us a chance to make our own decisions on how we would live, how we would conduct ourselves. And so his father gave him his inheritance. Hallelujah. And he says, they, he went out. This young man had all kinds of friends and he treated them well. They drank and partied day and night until one day the well ran dry. No more money no more friends. It began to get very dark in his life. So dark that the man had to live with pigs, eat with the pigs. One morning, this man, hallelujah, this young man woke brokenhearted and began to think on how good he had it when he was living under the care of his father. I need you to know that the light is still shining. Now the light has come on and he's realizing that all that he had, hallelujah, he had left, hallelujah, he had spoiled, hallelujah, he had uh, 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 destroyed who he was because of his selfish ways. When we have it all, we sometimes get very selfish, hallelujah, and we begin to stray away from God, knowing that God is the best thing that ever happened to us. You will find the prodigal son in the book of Luke, chapter 15, 11 through 24. I need you to know that Luke, hallelujah, this young man, he had to go back home. He found himself, hallelujah, running back home, hallelujah, to his father. Yes, hallelujah, his father saw him coming afar off. His father saw him, hallelujah, as his father was sitting on the porch, and he saw, and he said, that's my son, and he ran with his arms wide open, welcoming him back. He did not question 
questioned him about why he came back home or what he did while he was out there and why he looked the way he looked. He didn't question him. He took him and washed him and cleansed him and prepared a great meal for him, gave him a new set of clothing and a nice robe. Yes, he loved on him. And that's what God does to us. See, in the midst of our darkness, there will be light. But it's best for us if we just stick and stay and allow God to do what he's going to do. You know, the darkness that comes in our lives, the trials and the tribulations, they come to make us strong. We're working out. God is working us out. Yes, sometimes, hallelujah, God is working on us uh, to see if he can get out of us what he put in us. It's all right to go through dark days. You're going to be some sick days in your life. There's going to be some days of pain and aggravation, but I need you to know, don't shrink back. Proverbs 24.10 says, if thy faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. You don't want to be fainting when the time comes that you need your strength that God has provided for you. Yes, the just walk by faith. We don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith knowing that God is going to bring us out regardless of what it looks like. God is holding my hand. This year, 2022, remember, God did not abandon you in 2021. In fact, God never leaves his people. We leave him. For real, hallelujah, that says here, we leave him for really no reason at all. God has always shown us love and faithfulness to his children. Why we leave his hand hard, why we leave is hard to understand. It's really hard for us to understand or it's hard for me to understand. It should be hard for you to understand why we leave when God has done nothing to make us leave. Just remember, God's hospitality cannot be compared to anyone or anything on earth. God's love reaches and delivers, and the moment you return, he always knows and will shine the light on your pathway home. Yes, he will shine the light so that you would be able to find your way home. He notices you coming back, and he's takes out the red carpet as they do in the earthly. He holds out the light. Hallelujah. Your word is a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my pathway. He shines the light on righteousness so that you can find your way home. So make no reason to go back. Remember, you have every reason to move forward. Yes, stick with God, for his way never fails. His light shines in darkness, and darkness can't understand what God is doing for you. Only you can see it. Only the righteous can see in darkness, because we are the light. There are some things that I want you to remember Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms 102, verse 25 to 28. Of old hast thou laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou endure. You will always be, Lord. Yea, all of them shall wax old like garments. As a vesta shall you change them. This is David talking to God. And they shall not change. They shall be changed. Why? Because God changed them. But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. 
The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall be established before thee. God is letting you know that as long as you stay with him, yes, you will be established. And your children, your seed, shall also be established. You will continue. Continue means to have eternal life. Continue means, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, that you will never decrease, but you will always increase, even in the midst of darkness. I need you to know God continues in your life. Hallelujah, he will not fail you. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 17 and 18, wherein God, willing more abundantly to shew unto the heirs of the promise, me and you, the immutability of his counsel, he can't change, confirmed it by his oath, that by two immutable things in which was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation, yeah, we might be confident who have fled for refuse to lay upon, lay hold upon the hope set before us. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. God bless you all. I pray that this lesson here has helped you to understand who you are as a child of God. And that this year, God wants you to know that it's going to be some tumultuous times. It is not over, but it has no effect on you. You should be preparing yourself to stand and see the salvation of the Lord. You should be preparing yourself to get to know God even better. If you have not put yourself out there, dig a little bit deeper, pray a little bit harder, pray, hallelujah, a little bit more fervently. Yes, let your requests be made known unto God with thanksgiving and don't always complain, don't complain about things, but speak to him and tell him what you're going through. Form a more closer relationship with God. This is what is important today, the times that we are living in, because we see that this plague has no, hallelujah, uh, intentions of leaving us. And it won't leave us until God sees that it is time. Yes, we're in our own Babylon, and we must get that straight now. We're living in the days, hallelujah, of captivity, and this virus is holding us captives. But those who belong to God, hallelujah, they can move about freely. Why? Because they're like a flashlight. They must show someone the way. And so your light is very important today. Let it be said, hallelujah, that I am the servant of the Lord. Yes, Lord God, he has anointed me to do his good will. And that I will do. Yes, I will be obedient to the will in the way of the Lord, my God. God bless you now, and I truly hope that I said something to encourage you. If you do not know God for the remission of your sins, all you need to do is go to him and ask him and say to him, Lord, I need you. Yes, he says, if you confess with your mouth, hallelujah, that Jesus, hallelujah, that God has raised Jesus from the dead and believe it in your heart. He says, thou shalt be saved. Yes, you will be saved. Confess your sins and repent, hallelujah, and he shall wash you clean as snow. But you need to ask him. You need to come to him now if you don't know him. 
Yes, he says in the book of 1 John 1, 9, he says he is just. If a man confess with his mouth, hallelujah, his sins, he says he is just and willing to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Give your life to God. Don't let it be said too late. Hallelujah. Times are going to get darker and darker. But for you, my friend, you can always find the light. And that light is Jesus Christ. And he's standing, yes, waiting with his arms wide open. Whether you were a believer or an unbeliever, he's waiting. Yes, he has not come back yet. So that means you still have time. And if you're listening to me today, you still have time. Yes, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Yes, this is the Faith Power Hour where we encourage the lost and the found to seek the Lord while he may be found to call upon him while he is near. Father God, we thank you for this morning, this day that you have given unto us. Oh Lord God, your grace and mercy has waken us, shaken us, and breathe breath of life into our bodies, giving us the activity of our limbs. Yes, Lord God, and your love, hallelujah, has continued to captivate us, to hold us hostage, and we want to be apprehended by you, O Lord God, that we may win you, Father God. Hallelujah, for that day is coming, and we know that the day is near. Father God, heal this land according to your will and your way. We ask for salvation to be given to those, hallelujah, who don't know you, Lord God, that you will cause something to happen in their lives where they will seek you the more. Father God, we pray for those who are stricken with cancer. We pray for those, oh Lord God, the bereaved family, oh Lord God of the Powells, oh Lord God, and any other family who have lost a loved one. Truly, there are so many people who did not cross over into the new year. But Lord God, you gave us that hallelujah privilege to come into 2022. And so now, Lord God, we're asking that you will bless this world, bless this nation, bless our leaders, oh Lord God. Lead them in the right way, oh Lord God, according to your will. Father God, they don't know you as they should, but help them to see the light, Lord God, because there is always a light shining somewhere. Father God, we're praying blessings for every elder, every minister that has to preach the word, every bishop that has to lead your people. Lord, we're praying for them that wisdom and knowledge of you, hallelujah, will continue to be their forte. Lord God, that they will continue to hear from you and not themselves, that they will lead according to your word as Moses himself did. Yes, Lord God, as Paul himself instructed. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, help us to see in the midst of the darkness that there are people still Yes, Lord God, who needs to know you and that we will be that beacon of light. Father God, let healing, hallelujah, of sins, hallelujah, healing of financial situations, healing, oh Lord God, of depression, aggravation, oh Lord God, healing, oh Lord God, of anxiety. Let healing, oh Lord God, hallelujah, happen in the household of faith and also in those who are lost, that they will say, who did this? Yes, in recognition 
recognize that it is your power. No one else that could have done it but you, Father God. We cast all our cares upon you, for we know that you care for us. We humble ourselves under your almighty hands, knowing that you will direct our path. We love you and we honor you, Lord. This day, God bless us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 See you soon. God bless you now. Love you. Well, thank you, God, for your word. Thank you for the inspiration, Father God, on this day. This is the Faith Power Hour once again where we say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and need not to our own understanding. Well, we acknowledge him in all our ways. Yes, in all of our ways, we acknowledge him and allowing him to direct our path. Being not wise in our own eyes, but fearing the Lord and fleeing from evil, knowing that it would be health to our neighbor and marrow to our bones. Yes, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. And today is no better time than any other day. Every day is a good day that if you do not know Jesus Christ, that you get to know him after hearing the word. Your soul has been blessed. It is time, yes, to give your life to him, making yourself available to the Holy Ghost. Yes, because that's what Jesus came to do. He came to save us and give us a new life. If you're accepting of that life today, I want you to hear these words that after Peter himself had preached to those who did not believe, Peter would hear them come to him and make the request of what should they do. Here in the book of Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 37 down to 39, he says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter, and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. It is there for you today. Yes. Will you accept him in your life? Will you say yes to Jesus Christ? In the book of Romans chapter 10, starting at verse 9, he says here that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God have raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, verse 10, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Confess today. Ask God for forgiveness for your sins. Don't delay. Let the new life that Jesus came and that he planned for you, let it take hold of you right now today. For it says here in 1 John, Chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, 
he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let him cleanse you today so that you will be acceptable and you will be reconciled unto the Father. If you have done this, then welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to the family of God. For all those who would believe, he's given the power to become the sons and daughters of God. I look forward to seeing you soon on the Faith Power Hour, where we can rejoice in the Lord every day that he came. Yes, Lord God, I'm so glad he came to give me a new life. God bless you. See you soon.